We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the show. And uh, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time on today's show talking with you guys uh, who listen to this program about what happened with you and your family and breast cancer. And I mention this uh, every time we talk about this, but for whatever reason, I just seem to have a disproportionate number of women with whom I am involved as friends or uh, who I've known in other capacities over the years who have been breast cancer survivors. It is absolutely uncanny. And I know people who have been able to find very, very small tumors with self-exams. And I know people who, quite frankly, uh, wish they had gotten to the uh, doctor a little bit sooner. But the one case I can think of in particular, the doctors were in awe over this woman being able to find such a small tumor uh, in in such uh, an area of, of tissue. They're amazed by it, and she's still uh, alive and quite well uh, today. 803-0930, uh, if you as a woman or as a man who loves a woman uh, has had an experience with breast cancer, you want to tell us your story, it is 803-0930, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, the one thing I do ask, though, is please do not name any hospitals. Please do not name any doctors. Um, it just we don't need we don't need to know that for the story. Um, and I never know which direction a caller is going to go in. Like Doctor Bowerly, he was horrible. And then, bingo, I'm on the hook, and I got to spend time with uh, you know, corporate lawyers, which I'd rather uh, watch my teeth being filed down. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, was the breast cancer discovered with a mammogram? Was it discovered with a routine physical? Was it discovered by yourself? Um, once you were diagnosed you want to tell us what a huge and monumental shock it was, um, the feelings that went through your mind before the biopsy, the feelings that went through your mind after the biopsy when you're waiting for the pathology report to come back, because it's it's bad enough that you have to go to the healthcare facility or the doctor and get the biopsy done, right? 
because nobody nobody is much too keen on that. But then to wait and to wait and to wait for the pathology and to want some answers as to, well, exactly what kind of tumor is this? What are the uh, statistical odds for somebody with this kind of cancer at my age with this level of growth? What is the prognosis? Am I going to be here in a year? Am I going to be here in five years? And you find that you start asking yourself questions that you never thought that you'd ask yourself before. So whether it is you or a woman in your life that you want to remember with uh, breast cancer, I want to spend some time today doing exactly that, giving us the chance to hear your story. And you know what? Your story, especially how you found the tumor to begin with, your story may actually have a ripple effect in the audience. And by telling your story, you might actually help somebody else get earlier detection. And, you know, it's it's uh, it, it's really... We human beings are very, very interesting because uh, sometimes we get so upset about things that really are nothing. In the great scheme of things, they're really nothing. But then we get a big thing tossed in our lap and we are surprised at our level of resiliency. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to Jessica on WBEN. Jessica, you've got a story for us. Hi, how are you? Yes, ma'am. I'm great. So I just wanted to share some information that I have. I am not even 30 yet, but breast cancer runs in my family. I have tested positive for the breast cancer gene. And there's a bunch of stuff that I've done, uh, preventative measures uh, that I've taken. And I feel like it's really made a difference, especially since it's something that I've been really sensitive to for the past 10 years. Um Things like thermography, you can do like heat scan testing, um, taking herbs like endol 3 carbonyl and keeping your pH balance as much as you can. Um, those are a couple of things that I've done, and I really believe in it. Well, what, is your, what does your doctor have to say when you uh, bring the list of your medications, even the uh, non-prescription ones, and your doctor sees on your list uh, these things that you've just mentioned? Do, do you get the eye roll? Uh, what, what's the reaction? Well, I do have to tell you, um, like my right breast, you know, there's been some signs that it's not very healthy. So after talking with my doctor and a couple, after doing like a couple years of these kinds of methods um, and taking these kinds of things, after seeing the difference, my doctor is 100% on board. Um, a lot of like, I've done a lot of lymphatic therapy as well. I have a machine that I stand on daily that kind of shakes and activates the lymphatic system. Um, saunas are great as well. Um, but yeah, if you were to take a look five years ago, my breast health, I mean, it's, <laughs> they don't look healthy. They didn't look healthy. Now they do. And I feel pretty confident that if I keep moving forward and taking care of things this way, then perhaps I can prevent a future problem. Jessica Love, how old were you when you first uh, got diagnosed? Well, I did the genetic testing about five years ago. And some of my the reasons that I went is because it, number one, runs in my family. Number two, my right breast, um, my nipple was indented. Um, it, it was inverted. 
um, much smaller than the left side. Uh, I experienced a lot of tingling and numbness. So these different therapies, I mean, it, it really changed how I felt. And it took a little bit of time, but it's something that I keep up with religiously. So, you know, you do what you got to do. And it's really sad to hear some of these stories, but. Yeah, but it's, you know what, but stories like yours about the genetic testing, what is it, the BRCA thing? Yeah. It's it's amazing how they can figure out now whether or not you've got the the breast cancer gene. Sooner or later, science is going to have a genetic test for everything. They'll have a genetic test for cardiovascular disease, um, heart disease, diabetes risk. I mean, we already know, obviously, what some of the risk factors are. But the uh, I, I really believe that about 99.9% of our lives are locked up in our genetics. Amen to that. Amen to that. But, if you know, I'm such a fan of modern medicine. I wouldn't be here without it. I just want to remind the listeners that there are a couple other options that you can do if this is something that you worry about, you know, the holistic way. It's, it, it worked for me. All right. By the way, Jessica, uh, there's a crow that is cawing in the background. Can you hear it? No, I can't. I thought. I thought. I'm sorry. I thought I heard a co a, a crow cawing in the background, and that's always a horrible omen. So I'm glad. But maybe it was. May, you know, maybe it was here at the radio station. It was outside the window, but it was pretty loud. So if, if you didn't hear it, it must be here at the at the radio station. Nothing to worry about. But I'm going to keep an eye on my back. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Th- thank good. you. Take thank it, you very um... much, Jessica. Well, no, it's just like if you ever watch a movie. Every time there's a rumble of thunder or every time there's a crow as a visual thing or caca, caca, you know something not good is going to happen. So I'm happy that at least it, it was outside my window and not hers. Thank God. Let's go to uh, Veronica. And uh, I mean, not to be superstitious, but it is kind of a, a literary uh, motif or a symbol. Let's go to Veronica in Buffalo. You're on WBEN. We're talking about breast cancer and your struggles with it today, uh, for both for men and the women, uh, women and the men who love them. And you're on WBEN. Yes. Hi. Um, 10 years ago, I was pregnant with my youngest son and the doctor had um, caught a lump and I had it tested and it was um, breast cancer. Um, it formed inside my milk gland. And because I was pregnant, they were able to detect it. By the time that it had been detected, I was already in stage three. So the pregnancy actually saved my life. Wow. Isn't that something? I mean, talk a positive unintended consequence. That's amazing. It was was odd because um, breast cancer does not run in my family. So, yeah, I was 40 at the time. I would really encourage anybody, it doesn't matter if, Breast cancer runs in your family or not, get tested. Uh, and it was in the milk gland. It, did the doctors speculate at all that the pregnancy might have had something to do with causing the breast cancer? Um, no, at the time that it was detected, I was early in my pregnancy. So gotcha. it hadn't been you know, prior to my pregnancy. Wow. Well, thank you very much, uh, Veronica. I appreciate the call. You know, I, I wonder, too, how many people listening... Um, have had something like that happen where 
you get pregnant, and only because you were pregnant did you realize that you had breast cancer. Because this, it's interesting, this whole thing with the carotid artery jam that I've got going on, um, you know when it was first detected? It was first detected when I went to Buffalo General, and I will name the place because I can stand behind what I'm saying, when my retina detached, and they wanted to make sure that I wasn't having a stroke. That's the first time they, they did all the imaging, and they realized... Dude, you've got a, you've got some serious plaque issues in your carotid. If it hadn't been for the detached retina, I never would have known about the issue with the carotid. So at least this way, the hope is that we'll be able to get it out before uh, anything untoward happens and I stroke out on the air, which is not exactly the way I would like this uh, whole thing to end. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Of course, Josh would probably look at me and laugh until he realized that, oh, no, I'm, I'm not kidding. This is a real serious thing. Uh, here is uh, Louise in uh, North Buffalo on WBEN. Hi, Louise. Hi, Tom. Um, I had breast cancer seven years ago, and I always went for a yearly mammogram. And so uh, seven years ago, I went for the mammogram, and they called me a couple days later. Everything was fine. But for some reason, my doctor wanted me to have a sonogram. So I went in, and I had the sonogram, and that's when they found the tumor. So the mammogram didn't show it. So now, every year, I have when I go for my mammogram, I have to have a sonogram also. So I had uh, a lumpectomy, and I had uh, about 35 uh, treatments of uh, radiation. And so far, uh, everything is good. But I always have to have the sonogram with the mammogram. So isn't it a little bit alarming when you have the mammogram and the doctor, the radiologist say, hey, everything looks good, but we want you to have another test done. See, I would be, I would, well, why do you want the other test done? What are you seeing in the mammogram that makes you want me to have a sonogram? Speak to me. Tell me the truth. Right. I don't know if it was my age that the doctor wanted me to have a sonogram, but um, like I said, I now have to have both, the mammogram and the sonogram. Good Lord. And so far, so good? Everything is okay? So far, so good. But my cousin wasn't quite so lucky. She had breast cancer 30 years ago, and six months ago, um, she was having problems uh, with her legs and uh, pain and, well, long story short, the breast cancer from 30 years ago had gone into her, um, uh, hmm, I can't think of the word, Um, she ended up with uh, the cancer in the uh, bone, cell cancer, and she lasted six months. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm... Always, it's always on my mind, um, and that's I just try to take care of myself, and and that's it. And obviously, your doctor is aware of what happened with your sister, and uh, takes the necessary steps to make sure that if it's going to happen to you, they catch it early enough. Exactly. Well, yes. good. I mean, there's something about catching these things early. Like the one woman uh, I referenced uh, earlier, they were amazed at what a small tumor she was able to find. But yeah. had she not found it, um, who knows what would have happened? It might not have uh, had such a happy ending. 
Well, my question was, how did they not find it on the mammogram, and yet the sonogram found it? Um, it's a really good question. What did the doctor have to say? <laughs> of course, they don't have any answers. I mean, they didn't know. Um, you know, it, it, I, I must confess, I, I hear the frustration in your voice about the doctors don't have mm-hmm. any answers. They don't know. Because mm-hmm. um, one of the things that has been a source of frustration for me this year, and I think for a lot of people over the years, is we like answers. We like hard right. and fast, black or white answers. We don't exactly. like shades of gray. And when we go to a doctor, we expect the doctor is going to know exactly what is wrong and exactly what to do to fix us and what caused the situation. But a lot of times they are as clueless as we are as far as what possibly could have caused this. Yeah, well, like I said, it's, um, you know, I think about it and there's nothing I can do except take care of myself and go for my mammogram and sonogram. So that's what I do. Well, I hope your insurance covers it. It does, actually. Excellent. Happy to hear that. Thank you, love. I appreciate the call. Louise. Thanks. Um, I'm more than happy to take more calls from you guys. I've got a whole bunch of things that I can get into if uh, you want me to. Uh, If you want, I can hang out with you and do the breast cancer thing for another half hour. I feel, uh, please understand, I kind of feel like duty-bound every October to do at least a little bit of a show on breast cancer because, as I've said, I I think I know a disproportionate number of women who are breast cancer survivors, some who didn't make it, but most have made it. Some of them have been through, basically, they've, they've been to hell and back, but they're still with us. And uh, obviously, it's something that we think about every October. Um, no disrespect intended. I'm just I'm not a fan of the pink ribbons. I think there's a potential there to bring back some really bad memories for people that they don't really want to think about. I mean, if you lost your wife or your girlfriend or your daughter to breast cancer in the month of October, um, I, I wonder sometimes how painful it is for you to see those ribbons everywhere. And again, I'm not trying to be unduly confrontational. I'm not trying to be uh, provocative for the sake of being provocative. I just I, I just wonder about people because we all have our own ways of uh, handling and processing grief and loss. And some of us don't like to have it rubbed in our face all the time. Jeez, I was just making progress and you had to bring that up again? Thanks. It is uh, 326 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, your telephone calls, if you if you've had a close experience with with breast cancer, how was it discovered? How did they treat it? How long has it been? What kind of a shadow does that put over your wife, uh, over your life? And not just women, but the men who love them or the women who love them. I don't care what your inclinations happen to be. You've got a significant other who's got breast cancer. I don't care one way or the other if you are straight or otherwise. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, uh, we haven't done this in quite some time. We should do a show on creepers and stalkers. Creepers and Stalkers. Who's with me? Is that a good Monday show, maybe? Anyway, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN, and it's his uh, 336. And this will be my last call, four calls on the topic of breast cancer. And every October, we go through this Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I thought it would be a good opportunity to ask you. Um, how you figured out that you had breast cancer, what it did to your life, what it did to your marriage, uh, how it affected your relationship with uh, your significant other, maybe your husband, maybe your wife. I don't really care which way you go. It doesn't matter to me one way or the other. But, um, you know, we as as men, you know, we have this, uh, this I, I, th- I think sometimes we're not real sensitive to the importance of breasts to a woman. And they don't have to be gigantic breasts. You can have perfectly wonderful smaller breasts. And quite frankly, don't mean to get too much into the weeds here, but uh, I never notice a woman's breasts. I know that might sound, oh, baloney, Tom. No, it's pretty much the last thing I look at at a woman. The first thing I look at is her eyes, her face, um, maybe the butt, but the uh, but but the breasts are something I just I, I some guys it, there's the old joke why do women have breasts so men have something to look at when they talk to them which is a very misogynistic uh, joke you know it's it's not really it's not very funny it's actually more about men than it is about women but sometimes we as men we we just don't get it and as I said at the beginning of the show. Um, just a, a little bit of uh, advice here from the old guy. Take a look at the old guy. A little bit of ad- advice from the old guy. If uh, you're with a woman and maybe you're just getting to know her and you, she's told you that she survived breast cancer, but when the blouse comes off, you're like, whoa, she really did have breast cancer. Don't react with anything but total acceptance and, and love and it, it will be, for some of you, a shock the first time you see what the scars can look like. But don't react with anything but complete support. And you know what? That could be you someday with a part of you that had to be surgically taken off and almost killed you. 
the, these things these things happen, and um, I try. I, I always try to put myself in the position of a woman dealing with all of those uh, scars that can happen from uh, from breast cancer. Uh, it's not just physical scars, obviously, but it's emotional scars. And women, as I said at the beginning of the show, are, are very, very sensitive about what they perceive as a loss of femininity if they should lose a breast or lose both breasts. And our job as men who love women is to make sure that that just isn't an issue in our relationship. That isn't an issue with us. I love you just the way you are, scars and all. And, you know, nobody... Look, nobody ever said that life was going to go flawlessly for you. Nobody ever said it was going to be perfect. Nobody ever guaranteed you perfect health throughout. But part of the part of the thing, and I don't mean to get all preachy here on you, all of this stuff I'm sure you people know, but we might have some younger people who, who don't know this. But, you know, as, as you become older, various parts of your body don't work as well as they used to work. And you kind of run out of a little bit of energy. And it's very easy uh, over the course of a few years to pile up quite a number of scars and nasty-looking things on your body. It comes, it comes with the territory. And if you make the vow in sickness and in health, uh, you better understand that some sicknesses are not terribly pleasant sicknesses to look at. Um, but they're also not the end of the world either. So I'm just trying to... Maybe I maybe I don't need to do this, but I'm just trying to appeal to men who, uh, again, we don't we're not always the most sensitive critters in the world, and we could definitely do a better job at being a little bit sensitive to what a woman goes through when there is a breast cancer situation. So, did you uh, did you self-diagnose? Were you diagnosed with a mammogram? Um, I've, I've had so many women tell me, Tom, you have no idea how painful a mammogram is. Can you, what they say is imagine taking your testicles, you know, imagine taking your, your twig and berries and putting it between two things and having them squished. That is like a, yeah, that's a mammogram, Tom. Does that sound pleasant to you? No. And it's easy to say, oh, ladies, get your mammogram, get your mammogram. But, uh. We as men don't really appreciate that, uh, you know, those those things aren't meant to be squished like Play-Doh, and it can really hurt. It's not very pleasant. Um, and then, as I've said, if you have been diagnosed with and maybe you fought off breast cancer, um, there are all kinds of diagnostic equipment that they use. Um, there's there's one thing that uh, um, it's it's quite big, it's quite wide, and without going into all the details... Um, it, uh, it, it's, it's enormous, and they have to use lube to put it into your lady parts. And that is something that is, uh, you know, can, can obviously be very, very painful. Uh, obviously, all women are built differently. All women have different uh, experiences along those lines. But the thing that I saw was absolutely enormous, and I could not believe that big thing was going into her, like, Wow, I 
I don't know that I even want to be here to see that because that just looks painful. You know what I'm talking about. And again, I'm not trying to be gratuitously gross, but this this is life, man. This this happens. This happens in life, and there's going to be times when you, as a man, uh, as a man, don't exactly look at your best, and uh, you 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 might be losing some parts of yourself that might not make you look exactly like a male model, and you're not going to want to be judged for that, right? Personally, as guys, though. We get a scar, another scar, another story. That's that's what that amounts to. You and breast cancer, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Diana in Lewiston, you are on the air. Hello. Hi, Tom. I couldn't resist calling in because I had an answer to your questions about why you would need an ultrasound and if they were to find something, how come it didn't come up on the mammogram? Well, that was that was a, a woman asked that question. She brought up that point. Right. So I have the answer because that's my job. I'm an ultrasound technologist. And um, the reason being is in the last couple of years, the um, American College of, um, I'm not sure that the whole sentence, but the recommendation, women can have two kinds of tissue in their breasts. One is fatty tissue, and one is dense glandular tissue. And when a woman has dense glandular tissue on her mammogram, the actual, it can't penetrate completely through that. So the new recommendation is if a woman has a mammogram and their breasts come up where there's some dense tissue where they actually, it's kind of like comes up white on the um on the actual x-ray and they can't penetrate completely through it so an ultrasound is kind of like just the second part of that just to make sure nothing was missed and it is true there are times because of that that we do find a lesion or a nodule or god forbid you know a, a, a cancerous tumor um, that they did not pick up by mammogram huh my my first question to you on that front would be uh, what percentage of the time does a woman have breast tissue that is so dense that the mammogram cannot actually fully do a diagnosis? Any idea what percentage of women out there have that? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, this is just a random card out there. Thirty to fifty percent. Gotcha. I mean, honestly, because because in the last couple of years. We have, like, we'll have a full schedule at work. And on top of that, our mammogram department is right next to ultrasound. And on top of our full schedule, we get add-on breast sonograms all day long because the radiologist is reading our mammogram and saying there's dense breast tissue, they need an ultrasound. And we don't like for them to reschedule and come back. We like to do it right then and there so the doctor has the mammogram and the ultrasound to give a reading, and that patient knows what's going on before that person leaves. Well, that's that's uh, I'm, that's actually good information. I'm just you know putting myself in the position of that caller, uh, the the lady who called in before. Um, you you think you're in the clear with the mammogram, and then they tell you, well, you got to have the sonogram done as well. There are people in this world who worry a lot. A, a lot more than other people about that kind of stuff. And that's got to be some kind of a mental hell for people. Well, it is. And there are the cases where we are doing the ultrasound added on because the doctor does see a, something on there. 
and they want it, they want it <clears throat> to like, so if they do a mammogram, even if you don't have dense breast tissue and God forbid there's an abnormality, sometimes most of the time they're just little cysts. And we verify that by doing the add-on ultrasound after, and we can at least get more information. Is it fluid filled? Is it solid? Is there blood flow to it? And you know, so yeah, it does stink when somebody's like, oh my God, there's something wrong. And most of the time, like I said, it's just a benign cyst or a benign, what they call fibroadenoma, which is just a benign solid tumor. Um, but it stinks. You know, there's the, the, the ones that look like cancer and the doctor has to come in and just say, you know, it's suspicious. Um, we can't say 100% for sure if it's cancer or a benign tumor, but, you know, we're going to recommend a biopsy. And so that's that's just kind of how that rolls out from from that. Uh, and I, I would think that one of the most frustrating things to hear, uh, whether you, well, I guess whether you're a woman or a man awaiting a diagnosis, is well, you know what? We're going to watch and monitor. We're going to watch and see. We're going to wait and see what happens. Like, no, if this is something <laughs> I want it taken care of now, thank you. Right, right, right. If they're just cysts. They're not going to go in and just take little benign cysts out. But, yeah, absolutely. If there's, like, something solid, and I always say, oh, my God, if that was me, and I'm, and I'm you know, I'm the one not scanning, but I'm on the, I'm the patient on the, under, on the um, other end of the table, I kind of would feel that that way, you know, just get it out of me. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate the call. And and one of the things, and, and ladies, if you're going through this right now with your breast cancer, I'm sure you can uh, relate to this. But um, w- one of the things is you just want the information. You just want to know what you are dealing with. And let's say that you've got a suspicious lump. And then you're going to have the biopsy, and you have to wait a couple of weeks or a, cu- or a month for the biopsy. And I'm not sure whether they make you get a pre-surgical screening before you get a biopsy, but basically every time you go in for any medical procedure, it's not just that you go in for the medical procedure. Oh, no, you have to get the chest X-ray. You have to get the uh, cardiogram done of your heart. you got to get clearance from your cardiologist. you got to get clearance from your GP. It's this, it's this incredibly complex maze of situations. And if you need a whole bunch of surgeries in a short period of time, but still outside the period of time where you need all of these tests done, you can find yourself having these pre-surgical things done until the cows come home. And it becomes a real uh, drain on your time and a pain in the butt. And uh, you have my sympathies if you're going through that with something as serious as, uh, well, something that may be as serious as uh, a, a breast, a, a lump on your breast that is cancerous. Let's go back to uh, the calls. Karen in Williamsville, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Hi, Tom. Thank you so much. And thanks for having this show. I just, uh, I told the uh, the fellow that answered the, the phone that I just wanted to say thank you for having this show. Um, I tuned in after having a meeting because I work remotely and I've had a reminder letter to schedule my annual mammogram and I had not done it. And because of your show, I got on the phone and I made my appointment and it'll be in November, later November. So I just want to say thanks listening to all the calls and all the situations that people could be in. Um, Thanks for poking at the uh, 
poking at the radio waves so I can get myself scheduled. Well, uh, I guess my my pleasure it was meant to be, and I certainly hope that they don't find anything. Do you consider yourself at especially high risk? Um, no, I, I've had some issues before, but nothing serious nature or anything like that. But um, I have no history in my family, but I do know family and friends that um, have went through processes and there is no history. So um, it's always good to be uh, err on the side of caution. Indeed. Well, I'm glad that uh, we spurred you to action and hopefully we uh, do the same thing for some other people. And uh, if you are a woman in my life, you usually get two reminders every year on a text message about making sure you get your mammogram. I'm relentless. <laughs> relentless. Oh, that's great. Uh, I, wish, I wish you would be able to do that for me because I need somebody to kind of prod that little uh, that little uh, voice yeah, just on my thing. Pl- plug it, plug it into your cell phone. Send yourself yeah. an email once a year saying, "Don't forget this appointment." Like yeah. the email you send yourself to remind yourself to call the satellite radio people to renegotiate your deal, so you're not paying thirty dollars a month because nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you, you, love. So much. I, I appreciate it. I'm happy to uh, happy to help. Happy to help. Thank you. Yes, thank uh, you so much. And, and good it. luck. Uh, if you guys want me to continue this, I've got something else that I want to get to in the next hour. Uh, I'll tell you what. If I have breast cancer calls after the news at 4, I will take those telephone calls. Okay? Is that is that cool? More than happy to talk about breast cancer because I do think it's an important issue. I have a lot of personal experience with it, with people I know. And, you know, I do tend to take this one very, very personally. Um, because I, again, I, I think I, I, I have an understanding, I think, of some of the emotions through which women go and some of the hardships through which women go with uh, breast cancer and the psychological impact of breast cancer and what it does. And even in 2022, people don't always like to say, oh, I have cancer or I have breast cancer. And there was a time when cancer was just so incredibly stigmatized. We wouldn't even say the word. We'd say the big C. Go back and watch All in the Family, Carol O'Connor, the big C. Well, actually, the big H is uh, something that we should pay a little bit more attention to as well, a heart attack. It's like you walk through a cemetery, you see a guy who died from 50 to 55 years old. Nine times out of ten, I know exactly what was that, that, that was all about. It is uh, 356 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Bowerly. I've got some other stuff, too, in my quiver of topics on a Friday. Like I said, this show's just been going by at rapid speed this week. I feel like the whole week was on fast forward. Josh Schmidt, do you feel the same way? Yeah, yeah. It's not just me. It, it, it has been a Zoom-by week. So, hour three of Hourly with Bowerly uh, coming up on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.